Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Jesse, your DM. Cody playing Lazarus. Brennan playing Dis. Mike playing Nim. Britt playing Kenna. And we are Double Doubles and Dragons. We're a group of goofy Canadians that have gotten together to play a little D&D. Sometimes we will say things that are inoffensive. We mean them as jokes, of course, and they're certainly funny to us, but some people may find this offensive. If you do, we apologize, but we don't want any hate mail about it. So just don't listen, okay? Uh, Let's jump right into the action. Okay. And on that note, welcome back, everybody. Quick recap of last time. Uh, Lazarus is gone. He appears to have touched a spoon and bad things happened. They found a bunch of mirrors in the kitchen. Bad stuff. Heard some children giggling laughter. Found some pieces of parchment with some words of wisdom and warnings and poems on them. And then they went upstairs and they found out that most of the books Nim was looking forward to seeing were empty. Except one journal, but it's going to take some time to work his way through it because it's so dilapidated. And then they found the weird room. The, the the bedroom in here had some weird patterns drawn on it, and then they touched it, and the whole thing kind of unraveled on them, and then there was kind of a thwump sound, and all the windows blew out. And the lights went out. And that's where we rejoin everybody. So, it's not pitch black, because of course it's still daylight outside. But nevertheless, Dis did say he's going to pull out the spoon. <laughs> so the, he whips out the spoon. <laughs> I put the spoon back, like, hey. oh, but what I want to do... Is, so it's pretty dark in here. And I, you do have the urn. You yeah. you pulled it out. I'm assuming um, we can't see that well in here, other than those of us with dark vision. Uh, the daylight comes in through the windows, so you're fine. Okay. It's it's dim because of the mist, but it's it's enough to see by. Okay. I wouldn't go reading a whole novel by the low light, but you know. <laughs> I pop up in front of Kenna really quick. Okay, still holding the urn? Yeah. Okay. Right in front of her. Just go. It, it's really not that impressive because it's like not that dark. <laughs> <laughs> but I do it right after everything happens. And like, what is the general feeling now of the house? Like, has the feeling in here changed? Because I'm sure it felt like kind of safe before. Because mm. no vines. Hard to say. You've yeah. been feeling pretty pressed in since you got to this town. There's yeah. always kind of that feeling of something watching you. Um. In the house, it maybe lessened a little till Lazarus disappeared, and then you got that feeling back, because, you know, even if the house looked safe, it clearly wasn't. Yeah. Um. So now that the windows are blown out, I mean, it's a little mistier inside, and there's kind of a chill creeping into the building, but other than that, it's, it feels about the same as it did before. Can I look at the urn in his hands? Sure. Uh, it's made of a very dull tin, so it's it has no reflection, though it is a tiny bit shiny. But not enough for you. You can't even, like, dis his hands are on it. You can't even really see the reflection of his fingers. There's just heavy? not much. Uh, well, I mean, to dis? No, not really. Can I grab it? Let's hand it over. Hey, it's got a little bit of weight to it. Like, there's something inside, but it's not so heavy it'd be difficult to carry. There's no inscriptions on it or anything? No. I want to look inside while Ken is holding it. Uh, there is a lid. You will have to take it off to look inside. Damn right. Okay, Why that's fine. <laughs> so you pop the lid off, and there's that. There's an earthy scent to it, and you kind of look inside. It's obviously hard to see because it's this dark urn on the inside, but just based on the smell that you're getting off of it, it's ashes of some kind. Pop it back in. Ashes. Makes sense. It's an urn. 
It does. It's Lazarus's remains. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> wow, Lazarus misses one day due to feeling sick, and they're like, yep, just write him off. He can make a new character when he comes back. <laughs> Isabel Denise got another. This is what we do to people that are sick. <laughs> I'm gonna have to message him on Discord after this and just be like, your character's dead, make a new one by next week. <laughs> Things went bad. Things went bad. I mean, they have gone bad, he's gone. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, okay, so that leaves you with what you got. What do you do now? Let's check the huts. Yeah, I wanna go check the. Let's get our stilts. I wanna go check that door yeah. I saw okay. moving from the back. Does somebody take Lazarus's stilts? Uh, I'll throw them in a backpack. You'll probably have to bind them to the outside. They're pretty long. What if he reappears here? Well, <laughs> I mean, we already got his god weapon. He's fucked. Well, do you want me to leave the god weapon on the floor in the middle of a creepy? No. <laughs> are there? Is there chairs in this building? Uh, there are chairs in the dining room. Okay, he can deal with it then. I'll start them to my back. Okay. Okay. Can we leave a note for him in case he comes back here? Uh, I mean, you've got a bunch of books yeah. that are all empty, and you could just rip a page out of one of those. I will. I mean, Dis already drew all over one of them, trying to <laughs> trying to scroll down everything. Okay, I just want to write a quick note. Laz, we're still here. You know where we're at. Super good note. Unless it takes him ten years to come back. Yep. Then it'll be an obvious lie. <laughs> We're still lie. here. Comes out, nobody's here. <laughs> but what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, so you rip out a page. You write that on it. Where do you leave it? On the icebox. On the fridge. On the counter. On the counter. On the counter? Okay. Okay, so you leave the piece of paper out. You're already in the kitchen anyway, because that's the door that leads out to the... Uh, one thing that you do notice is now that literally every window blew out. The doors are still intact, but the windows are just gone. Um, that does mean that you get a little bit more light in the lower floors, because the carving kind of dulls yeah. some of the light on the way in. Um, but outside of that, the floor seems the same. Do the vines appear to be encroaching on the house? Mm, not as yet, um, but they don't move that much in the daylight anyway, so okay. it's hard to know if that'll change or not. Okay. Alright, so you guys strap on your stilts, you head out to the hut. Now, as a reminder, there's three of them, three little ones. Uh, the middle one, the door just kind of lightly flaps back and forth, it hasn't been secured, and the one on the left and the right both seem more or less secured. Uh, so, who's going to what? What's going first? I think we should all stick together. Yeah. How big are the huts? Uh, like I said, they're about, like, two to three feet wide and two to three feet deep and about six feet tall. Okay, so we'll go into one at a time, but probably only one of us. The yeah. other two will stick outside. Yeah. Okay, so which one first? And who's opening it? Uh, I guess the one with the door open already. Okay, the middle one. I'll, I guess I'll go in, because it's kind of a small hut. I'll leave these two outside. And I'll investigate. Okay, go ahead. 
Bones don't die. Well, then he'll investigate the other side. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe so we'll we'll split God. the campaign. Nim will be in hell <laughs> and have to get escape, and you guys can keep doing your business. Yeah. Uh, 19. Okay. So, Nim's ready to get down to the bottom of this. Wrenches the door open, shoves his head inside to take a look, immediately recoils in horror, just from the smell. It appears to be some kind of outhouse. Uh, and by some kind of outhouse, I mean some kind of not cleaned very often outhouse. Um, outside of that very basic description that I'm trying not to go into too much detail on for fear of making people gag. But yeah, it's a dirty, dirty, full outhouse. Uh, quick inspection of the walls and stuff. It's, it's just kind of a general outhouse, really. It's got a little hole in the ground, a little shelf that you can sit on, and it's very basic. It's their shitter. <laughs> oh, they can smell it. <laughs> that door was only barely holding back the smell as it was. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess we still need to check the other ones. Yeah. Dips okay. out. Oh, you can check the other one. <laughs> as it dips out. I'll go and check the one on the right, I guess. Okay. You reach for the one on the right, and the door moves about an inch, and then stops. Like, it's hit, there's some sort of latch on the inside. Okay. Give me an athletics roll. <laughs> this is gonna work. You fall into vines and die. Oh, boy. Uh, four. Okay. You're like, stupid door, and you, like, go to wrench on it, but you're on stilts. Yeah. And, and you just kind of slip, and you almost fall, but you catch yourself. I'll take, um, I'll slow it down a bit and use my thief skills to try to chew me the latch. Sure. Uh, sleight of hand. Uh, 24. Okay. Dis rethinks his approach. <laughs> Pries the door open as much as it'll allow, and then he tries to inspect. Looks like it's really just got one of those little, like, hook latches on it. So you kind of, you, you grab something from your pack, a little bit of paper, anything really, and you just kind of shove it in there and jimmy it open. And yeah, the door opens just fine. Uh, a little shack, not an outhouse in this case. Uh, it seems to be just a little storage shack for like lawn care type stuff. There's a little like homemade rake. There's a little impromptu pitchfork where one of the tines is bent kind of funny and has probably seen a lot of use. Uh, there's a bag of what you would guess to be some kind of animal feces in the bottom that's probably used as fertilizer. It's just a very a little gardener shack. A uh, little strange, however, there doesn't seem to be any way in or out of the shack other than the door, but it had a lock on the inside that was latched. Yeah, That's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, quick. So, yeah, I'll look a little bit closer and see footprints, like how much dust is on the ground, if that lines up with timelines, and... Stomp on the ground. See if it sounds hollow. Yeah, stomp on the ground. Checking to see if there's something underneath. Thinking of the picture. Sure. So, so uh, do all those. Do an investigation roll. I believe in you. <laughs> Nine. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, dust-wise, doesn't seem like anybody's been there a while. Um, you kind of stomp on the ground. The ground seems solid and firm. Uh, in kind of desperation, you start kind of pushing on the walls, and you notice one of the boards on the back wall seems quite loose. You kind of give it a push, and it swings a little bit. 
Uh, if you give it a harder shove, it kind of swings out a little more and you realize it's not that big. It's only about this wide. But if you were like a kid or something like that, you could probably slip in and out between there. Might explain it. Yeah. Yeah. I have a job for you. Okay. Wait till Nim comes in and I'm going to point out the area. Like, you think you can fit in there? Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you sucked in your gut, yeah, you could probably make it. I don't have a gut. I'm like 40 pounds. <laughs> Why no? I just mean if you breathe in and try to make yourself small. To the right. Uh, and Kay. then I want to, I'll grab like a ro- look around for like rope or anything like that. Something to tie to him. I have rope. Does it go bag. outside or is it just? It goes outside. Okay. So. Yeah, it's just that little hut. It's just one of the boards is loose and can kind of be swung out of the way to make an opening. So I guess that's, that's how, and I point out the latch to him. Like, I guess that's how they closed it. But that doesn't make any sense because that would mean a child would always have to lock it. It's true. Was there only children in this house? Perhaps. There was always children in this house. At least one. Cool. I don't know that. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, an interesting suspicion. I want to check closer on the floorboards again to see if there maybe is something. It's there. just dirt floor. Dirt floor. Um... I'll check the walls again closer to see. Well, I want to go outside really quick and look around and see if there is any potential. Like, if there was any potential for, like, a secret door or something like that that would lead underneath that was maybe covered in the dirt or sure. that was worked into the dirt. That, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, do a survival check because you're checking the ground for tracks and stuff. Dead. Okay. I, nothing that seems obvious. Um, when you do go around the outside, you do notice that board that can kind of pop out and swing to the side does have a little mark that's been put in it. Somebody's just like, like carved in with maybe a simple knife, just a little crescent shaped moon. <clears throat> Some way to identify the board anyway. Uh, when we, well, I'm assuming we're done investigating this one. When we go outside, I want to shut the door and see if I can cast Mage Hand and relatch it. You certainly can. Okay. So that might have been a way that they were latching it as well. True. I want to go to the left house? Left hut? To the left. Okay. Uh, you grab the doorknob, pull it open. It opens fine. Uh, and it's mostly empty. Um, looks like it may, it's the same size as the other three, so maybe it just wasn't used, you're not sure. Uh, but on the inside, there is one difference. This one doesn't have a ground floor like the other two did. This one, somebody's taken, like, a couple of chunks of spare wood, like, just junk leftover wood. They just kind of laid them out on the floor to make a little bit of a makeshift bottom. Uh, that seems to be the only thing unique about it. Can we lift the boards? Yeah, most of them are just little chunks of scrap wood. So yeah, you can just kind of pop them out and there's just dirt underneath. There's nothing underneath, okay. Okay. Any carvings on any of the boards in here? Uh, do an investigation. Uh, we have passive investigation, right? Yes. 19, then. Okay. 
Yeah, that's it, right? Yeah, there it is. Passive investigation. Okay, so you take a look around and you check the walls and the 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 wall or the floor and the walls and the door and all that. And you're about to give up uh, when it occurs to you to look up, um, as it often does. And you take a look and somebody has carved into the ceiling just a very short phrase that just says, "They're coming for me." They say I have to save the town. Uh, it's written on the ceiling, so either si if it was a kid, he would have had to have been up on something, or it would have had to have been a regular-sized adult. Uh, would, one or the other. Would Willie have been tall enough to... And it's hard to say without him here, but the 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 sheds are only about six feet tall, so you don't have to be that big to be able to reach the ceiling. Yeah. Would the lance be able to reach the ceiling? Uh probably. That bastard. <laughs> He's supposed to save the town and he ran away. I wanna go back to the right hut. Seeing Nim's uh investigation, I wanna mm -hmm. look at the roof. Sure. You kind of pop your head, and you have to kind of undo the lock again, and you turn, look up, but there's nothing up there. Oh, well, I mean, spider webs and shit, but... <laughs> I'll just let everybody know that, and I'll try to relatch it mm -hmm. as well. Uh, if you relatch it, you have to do it from the inside, because you don't have mage hand. Yeah, I was gonna... S well, couldn't I do it the same way I kind of jimmy did? Just kind of do it the opposite way. It may take a little bit longer, but... Mm, you potentially could. It'd probably just be a lot of kind of trying to keep the little latch on whatever you're... It'd be a balancing act. You could probably do it, but it'd be... How reflective is the latch, too? Uh, it's made of, like, somebody's whittled it out of wood, so it's not reflective. Uh, I'll try for a second, but then I'll just kind of leave it. Say, if you want to make gems, close. No, I just wanted to see if that was a way they could have done it. Figured. I'll just... Just door normal. Leave it unlatch. Okay. Um, the so that carving of the crested moon. Mm -hmm. Do we see any of that carving in the priest house? Uh do a history check. Uh twenty-one. Uh several religious symbols have moons in them. None of them you think match that particular crescent moon, and moreover, it seems to have just been kind of very quickly carved into it. You're not sure it was necessarily meant to match anything, so much as just meant to be a marker. That's I, that's kind of the impression you get. Have I seen any thieves cat in the stone? No, not since you got here. Um, this for, like, the crescent moon symbol, you've known thieves can't use it, but the uses for it don't make sense here. A lot of times they're very simple instructions, like, this is a good place to spend the night, that kind of stuff, but this little hut doesn't fit that description. At least not now. Yeah. How close are we to the woods? Uh, about 20 feet. Somebody's cleared a decent amount of space, probably for firewood at some point, but, um, yeah, there's a decent distance. How long could we guesstimate we've been away from the inn? Mm, your best guess with the fog is like four hours. I'm wondering if we should head back. Well, 
You got a conjured disemboweled Denise. God, stop saying her name. Say what? You also Denise. have a you also have a journal to look at. Yeah. All right, we'll look at the journal. <sighs> Don't sound so excited. The disemboweled Denise's journal. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read the journal. Yes. Head back. I also love books. We'll head back to the inn. Okay, sounds good. Uh, on your way back to the inn, are you trying to s- trace your steps as much as you can, or do you want to kind of head back down that other road that you didn't try? Trace our steps. Retrace your steps. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you make you, you guys make your way back towards the inn. Um, you do it much the same way as you did before, and it, it's very similar. The vines seem to more or less leave you alone as long as you're careful with the placement of your uh, poles and that kind of stuff. And you just slowly work your way back. You find the rope that Lazarus had left. Um, I don't know if you want to leave it there or if you want to kind of spool it back up and keep it. Leave it. Okay. We'll spool it up and be like, good luck, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it. Right if you're listening to this, Cody, I love you. <laughs> okay, so leaving the paladin to die. Got it. And um, so, interesting thing. When you're on your way back to the inn, Nim, something's been bugging you basically that whole road back. And it takes you most of the way back to put your finger on it. But just as you're clearing the last set of houses that have the markings on the door and you head into that little set of like two buildings on each side that didn't have any on the way back to the market square, you realize that the crosses or the X's and the O on the doors don't match what they were when you went the first time. You distinctly remember it was red X's almost until you got to the T intersection to head for the bigger houses and then you saw one or two circles. This time it's different. You saw mostly red X's the whole way again, and then just one white circle right as you're almost back to the market, which is definitely not the way it was at first. Hmm. I'll mention this to everyone. Oh, fuck. Is the circle the closest to us? Mm, well, I mean, they're all, I mean, you're all in the middle of the road, so, I mean, none of them are that close. close to the market. No, there's, so there's the ones that are marked. Yeah. On your left, there's a square, or a, a, a X, and on the right is the circle that is new to you guys anyway. And then there's that set of, like, two houses on each side, and then the market square. And neither of those have uh, drawings on them at all. I just think the vines are really bad at playing tic tac toe. <laughs> it's a solved game, vines. Is there so? Is there one more X than there was before? No, there's way more. There's way more. Yeah, like at least three more. Because you thought you saw a couple of circles the first time, but those were gone this time, and now there's just the one closer to the market. We should ask really about this. What if there's the one who's been doing it? Then we find that out. I think we need to take a better look at this inn. That's true. And Willie, I don't know if I trust him. We need to look into disemboweled Denise as well. Why do you have to say her name? (laughs) Say whose name? (laughs) 
<laughs> the look on Kevin's face <laughs> is just priceless. I think that's what they miss out the most is they don't get to see all the looks. Yeah, all the looks are me. just like, <laughs> You'll just have to start like making that sound every time you roll your eyes. <laughs> then people listening will know. <laughs> they get a lot of facial reactions from me. Uh, do you guys continue on to the market? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, you make your way into the market. Very much looks the same as how you left it. Um, as you come back, you see uh, just across the market, there's just enough visibility through the fog. Uh, now that you've gotten back to the market and it's lightened up a little bit, for you to see the well in the middle that's been covered, um, but not quite enough to see all the uh, way to the other side of the market. But overall, it looks the same as it did before. There's no vines. It's, it seems very empty. Do we see Willie? Uh, he doesn't seem to be out, at least where you can see him right now. To the end. Okay, you guys clop, 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 clop your way over to the inn, uh, head inside. Uh, the room is pretty similar to how you left it. Uh, maybe just a couple of things moved around in some sort of vain attempt to tidy it up, and that's about it. Willie! Sort of door to the little kitchen area kind of pops open. Oh, yeah? Have some quite Have you seen Lazarus? They are uh, a big lizard with you? Yeah. No, can't say that I have. Well, that's good. Did, did, why? why did, you, you didn't lose anyone, did you? He's gone. Yeah, he's... He's gone. Oh, that's, uh... I, I, I'm sorry, dears, but that's that's never good. All we found was a spoon. It wasn't dirty. Uh-huh. Yeah, that more or less lines up. Well... Yeah. I hope you weren't too attached. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Cody. <laughs> Cody's gonna listen to this episode and be like, those sons of bitches. <laughs> Not again. Please note, Kenna has said none of the above things. I want... Willie, have you, uh... The X's and O's on the buildings. Have uh you, Have you been changing those? Have you been the one writing them? Nah, ain't got much talent for painting. Do you know, have they been shifting the entire time you've been here? Do you leave in the morning and see a certain pattern and come back in the afternoon and the pattern's changed? I don't think so. I don't really go into the, the vined areas. Only you people were crazy enough to strap sticks to your legs and wander out there. I mostly just stick to the, to the market area. Did your priest live, live here? Yeah. He uh, had a had a room at the church and uh, a house up on the hill. Yeah, I think your priest was up to no good. Oh, what would make you say that? Well, we the priest. <laughs> we we found some things, some dark things. I pull up the picture that I drew that hastily drawn one. Oh, in the book, yeah, of the symbols, yeah. Okay, it was like this in his bedroom. The candles were still burning. And the candles were still burning. And they but were burning they were cold. cold. I can't say as I know much about that. I'm not uh, not one for magic or, or really religion even. So... How many kids were in this town, Willie? Uh, you, you're talking about before the fog and the vines? Uh-huh. Oh boy. 
Let's see. 13. 13 alive. Lost a couple of the year before, but that was that was to a bad year of famine, you understand. So, so then how many were here when the vines arrived? When the first th- th- thirteen. Thirteen were alive. We sorry, fourteen if you count the little boy that went missing in the field that that first day. Mm. That there's a set of three huts that we found, the middle one being an outhouse. Yeah, yeah, in the, in the in the in the preacher's backyard. The hut on the left. Do you remember what the use of that was? The one to the left of the outhouse. The one to the left. Do you remember who maybe was staying there? The uh, the last person who stayed there. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I remember. I remember. If I remember right, the one on the left. No, no, wait. Was that the one on the right? Either one. One of them. What? One of them. Was used to put children if they'd been naughty, sort of a timeout area, and the other one, the other one I think was used for storage. You, you know, keeping the yard clean, the trees trimmed, that sort of thing. Do you know of anybody, visitors, travelers, who may have used that left building, or was it only used for storage? Well, as far as I know, it's only for storage. Do children live at the priest's house? Yeah. Fair couple of them. Had a couple of parents die the year before in the famine, so it was sort of a makeshift orphanage at the time. Where did they sleep? Uh, he didn't have a whole lot of room, but he had a big kitchen made for making those potluck dinners all the religious types seem so gung-ho about. So, uh, I reckon he had him sleep on the floor, and didn't, didn't much come by, really. Didn't have one young enough to be taken care of, so... Do you remember... Or do you know of any houses in town or buildings in town that were just any cave systems underneath the town? Well, uh, I know. We weren't much of a mine in town. More, you used to do a lot of farming, really. Did anyone have a cellar to keep their goods good? No, uh, the inn's got a cellar. I think the church had a cellar. Maybe the mortuary had a cellar. Maybe. Suppose the graveyard had a cellar, you know, in that sort of sense. <laughs> We've already checked the basement again, yeah. Yeah, it was viney. Vined. Did you get up there all three buildings? Nah, we weren't sure how long the the lat stays out around here. Uh, you got a couple of hours yet. At least five. Okay. Good to know. Well, we found this journal. We kind of wanted to investigate it. Yeah. Okay, Taylor. It doesn't look like much of a journal. Mostly looks like something somebody dropped in a mud puddle. Yeah. But, uh, if you think it's important, then, uh, and feel free to use the tables. You can kind of... I won't bother you none. Okay. I'm due out for another walk, so unless you need something urgently, I should go do my rounds. Do you know much about disembowelled Denise? <laughs> he kind of, like, gives you the, the, like, shushing motion. Can't say I know much, but I know enough not to go saying that out loud. You fill us in a little bit on that? Hmm? Seems to be... 
some sort of tie-in with this reflection business. Oh, I remember. I remember when the poem the children used to sing started coming. Strangest thing, just sort of out of nowhere. All of a sudden, they all seem to know it. Write it down, daring each other to do it. I don't know where it came from exactly, but they were, they were mighty interested in it. You know the way kids get. They hear a new urban legend, and it's all they talk about. Was there any connections with uh, the children being dared, specifically the ones who were dared to do something and then disappearing over the night? Maybe. Don't exactly invite an old man to be part of the games. <laughs> so I suppose if you ever find one of them, you could ask them yourselves. And another thing, whenever you've been around uh, reflective cutlery, anything that has a reflection before you have a chance to, to dirty it up, would you say you've heard children's voices for those brief moments before it was cleaned, or dirtied in this case? I can't say that I have, but by the time I was all alone, most of the things had been covered long by then. Let's test now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can't say yeah, that I have. Take a spin. <laughs> what are you here? <laughs> every, every once in a while, I'd hear it out in the fog, especially when I used to take walks closer to sundown. But uh, I stopped doing that. It just weirds me out. Ah, well, if that's all you need, I'll go do my rounds. Should be back in about 20 minutes. Thanks, Billy. Let's know if you see Lazarus. I'll, I'll keep an eye out for the big lizard, but if he was around something reflective when he went missing, I wouldn't hold my breath. Okay, he wanders out the indoors. Should we go inspect some more buildings since we have a few more hours before sundown? I'm curious about these X's nose. So ma. Alright, well you guys go investigate that. I'll stick to the journal. Well, Sounds good. Uh, you want a spoon? <laughs> I got one. <laughs> Alright. Right. <laughs> okay, well I guess we're gonna go look at the X's nose. Let's okay, go. sounds Let's good. So, you guys will head out for that. In the meantime, Nim, you're going to sit here looking at this book. So what's the game plan here? Carefully inspect it as much as I can. Okay. Don't you have um, a Um, are you going to try to clean it in any way to get more of it visible, or are you just going to kind of see what's visible as I'll best you can without first, it? first, and then to clean it, I'll try to press digitation it after I've tried to read as much as I can first, just in case it disintegrates when I press digitation it. Okay. Um, so you're going to begin working your way through the journal. Um, it's going to take you quite a while. It's kind of like trying to read a book that's a hundred years old. Like you just have to be very gentle. Some of the pages have stuck together. So there's going to be a very kind of ginger trying to get them apart activity. So it's going to take a little while. And what we'll do is we'll have you kind of working your way through and I'll give you the little tidbits of what you've gotten so far. And then we'll switch to them and we'll switch back and that sort of stuff. Um, so what we'll start with uh, is you begin with the outside of the book. 
Um, as we mentioned before, it has kind of that small profile, like a little bit of a journal. Uh, doesn't seem to have been bound in anything particularly high quality. So whatever it is, it's probably more of a general purpose distribution of a notebook rather than something that like somebody spent time crafting their own of or something more uh, fancy than that. Um, at least that's the general impression that you get. Um, inside the front cover is a section where somebody can either write just something on the inside of the cover of the book. That area has gotten quite damp and quite moist and a lot of the water has started to kind of deteriorate from there. But there is just enough to make out the beginning of a phrase that is probably something like property of or ownership of, you can't exactly make it out. Um, and then in one semi-clear spot is the name Father Xander. Um, that very first page is probably the least deteriorated page out of the entire thing, if you had to guess. It's still fairly pockmarked and just not super legible, but there is enough off that very first page to get two pieces of information. The first is some sort of um, cataloging system for date. But it's not one that you recognize. In the top right corner, there's one I, like a capital I, mm -hmm. then there's a slash, and then there's another capital I. It's, it, it definitely is meant to indicate something, but you're not sure what it means. And this is in the top right corner? Of that very first actual page of the notebook. Um, that first page is the best legibility you can get, and it does have a decent-sized paragraph to it. Um, I'll just read it out, because recording it all down, there's a bit much for that. Um, but the gist of it is, um, there's, there's some sort of preamble you come into the paragraph about halfway in, um, when it clears up enough to be legible, um, and it reads... I write this journal to chronicle any proof I can find that the bard that has come to our town is kidnapping children. I have no proof yet, but I begin the search. I pray to the gods above I am wrong. Hmm. That's the first page, uh, or at least all that's legible of it. Okay. Um, the next three pages are all stuck together, um, so you can either jump them or try to gently pull them apart and see what you can get out of them. Um, basically, any pages that are stuck together, I'm just going to try to press digitization after. Okay, so you're going to leave them to their own for now? Yeah, because like, I don't want to tear anything. Okay, sounds fair. Um, so the next three pages are stuck together. When you flip them gently out of the way, you get to what I suppose would be the fourth and fifth page of the book, respectively, uh, if somebody was writing double-sided, which they may or may not have, you're not sure. Um, that next page is almost completely obliterated, but it does contain the phrase, found proof of something, 
he was digging up bodies. What the fuck, Lance? Okay. Um, there's quite a gap in the next part of the book. There, at least the next ten pages are stuck together. Um, if you ignore that and you flip past it, you get to a set of pages that looks like somebody had wrote out quite a bit, but then at some point had scratched it all out. Um, leaving almost all of it illegible, except for two words that are just on their own out of the legibility. Okay. Um, it says, or sorry, two, two sentence fragments. Uh, one higher on the page says, have to stop it. And a little bit lower on the page... I think they're dead. <coughs> um, there's another large series of pages that are stuck together and or have just been completely deteriorated and ripped out. Um, leaving you with... There's a whole section of the journal missing. There's basically the first page, then there's three or four stuck together, then there's that page, that fifth page you got, then there was ten, then you got one more page. As you flip that, there's at least another ten stuck together, and then it just ends. Somebody's taken the whole back half and just ripped it out from the binding. Okay. All right. Well, I guess at this point, I'll try to press the digitation, the, um, the stuck pages together, unstuck. Okay, that'll take you a little while to do carefully, so we'll move away from you, and we'll go to the two heading for the houses. So, what's the what's the game plan for you guys as far as those X's and O's go? Uh, let's find one that swaps, go in there and check it out. Probably one that's circle first, so one that swapped from an X to an O. Okay, fair enough. So you're going down the road that you've already tried, is the idea. So you guys get your stilts on, you walk out that way. As you walk out, you pass the two sets of houses on either side that have no markings at all. Immediately to your left should be the one that had changed to a circle, but it's an X again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wait, we should walk up and walk back down and see if it's different. Yeah, so it's a X right now? Yes. Um, Yeah, so walk up to it. And then we'll just walk back to the inn, basically. Okay. And then walk, just, and then immediately go back. Yeah. Okay. When you do that, when you kind of walk up to it, walk back, walk back again, it's still an X. Just try to head in. Sure. Um, so you go up, it's got like just a little bit of a landing, just like stone steps. Uh, and then there's just a simple wooden door. It's got the big red X painted across it. Uh, the door handle seems to have been sheared off in some way. That doesn't necessarily stop the door from being opened, but where there's usually that kind of old-style latch that these all have, this side of the latch has just been snapped off. You can see where the dowel would go through the door to the other side, and that still seems to be there. But somebody's sheared off the front latch. 
I'll try to uh, open the door. Okay. Um, you give it kind of a push, uh, but it, you can feel it hitting the latch on the other side. Um, it doesn't move too much. I'll try to, yeah, jam shit in there, use my thieves tools and stuff to try to uh, pop the latch. Sounds good. Um, yeah, it doesn't take much. It's a fairly simple style wooden latch lock. As long as you get something sturdy enough in between the door, you can just lift it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, you'd shove something in there. Something from your pack, I'm sure, would fit. Yeah. Uh, and you just pop it up, and the door swings inwards just ever so slightly. Are there vines? Uh, all over the outside of these houses, absolutely. Carefully open it up. Okay, you slide the door open. Uh, the inside of the house, it looks like somebody went through and tried to empty it out, basically. There's little pieces of wood and stuff like that that are left over, but it looks like most of the furniture was either destroyed and then removed, or something similar. You can see, like, little bent pieces of table legs... There's um, a hearth on the right side, like a fireplace, and somebody's even gone through the trouble of, like, removing all the stuff associated with that. Like, there's no logs, there's no tools, there's, it's, it's been completely removed. You can still see on the ground, like, marks in the dirt and grime of the fireplace where somebody was dragging stuff out of there. Um, so that whole front room, it's basically just a living area with a hearth on the right, and then deeper into the house, there's one door, kind of just off-center to the right. Very simple hut-style house. There are a lot of vines inside? Uh, inside, there are quite a bit, yeah. Uh, they basically come down the chimney and have just spread out through the entirety of the floor. Uh, I want to carefully go through and try to open the door that I see inside of the house. Okay, so you kind of clop, 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 clop your way across. Uh, that door isn't locked, but when you go to move it, you can feel the vines on the other side stopping the door from opening. Hmm. Fucking vines. I want to bang on the door really quick. I'll, I'll let Kenna know, because I'm assuming she's kind of sitting at the outside door looking at me. Well, she hasn't said she came in yet, so that I seems reasonable. I would have him in, so. honestly. The vines are blocking this door. See if they go away if I just bang on it. Bang you on. do feel a little bit of give. Like, if you bang on it hard enough, you can feel it kind of move a little further each time. <laughs> it seems like it's working. Should we do the stompy stomp? Yeah, go go ham on this, trying to get it open. Okay, so you stompy stomp, you slam on the door, and eventually it gets open enough that you think you could either squeeze inside if you had to, or at the very least get a good look at it. I want to just try to get a good look. Yeah. Okay, so the door is open about that much, about, I don't know, what's that, like four or five inches? And you kind of push your head towards it so that you can see inside. Inside is a small room, possibly a bedroom, it's kind of hard to tell. It's literally covered in vines. There's almost no place where you can see furniture or floor or anything like that. However you do notice something hanging in the center of the room. And as you kind of try to get a better look at it, you see two dead eyes staring at you from the center of the room. Does it look dead? like somebody was hung or something? Like that? Something like that. It's hard to see from the low light because the vines are literally blocking out any light getting into this room. But yeah, there's something hanging from the middle of the room. Three. Do we investigate? <laughs> I want to try to get the door open more. 
Okay. You give the door a swift kick. Uh, give an athletics check. Oh boy, I'm gonna break my leg. <laughs> uh, 17. Oh no, there you go. So it turns out the door's old and the vines have kind of broken it down. You're, yeah! And you just kick it straight off the hinges. <laughs> It just kind of pops open a little bit and then comes to rest on all the vines that are inside the room. But it nevertheless opens up a much wider area. You can see a young woman, probably in her 20s to 30s. Uh, she's wearing simple brown and gray clothing. She's got an apron tied around her front. And the vines have wrapped around her legs, arms, and neck and are just kind of suspending her in the middle of the room. And every once in a while, there's just kind of a soft sound, and the vines kind of pulse off of her. And, yeah, that's about it. Is she dead? Uh, judging by her eyes, she seems pretty dead. Like, they're almost rotted out of the socket. So it's still feeding on her. Looks like. So, this is disgusting. Take that body to the tree. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is so disgusting. I don't know if we're going to be able to get it away from the vines safely. I don't know if we can get it away from the vines either. I think we just leave it. Okay, so this so, O has a dead woman. X. X right now. This is an X right now, right? So now we need to check an O. We need to check an O. I wonder if X's are where they're feeding. Hmm. Yeah, so I guess head out with this knowledge of okay. what we saw, and then uh, yeah, kind of quickly head out and try to find a house with an O on it. Okay. Um, so you work your way down the street again, and the O has returned to the door that it was on the first time you walked through here. That door, kind of the last house on the left, head if you're heading towards the houses. I love so. when it's the la left, last house on the left. Yeah. I'll, I'll point it's it out. certainly and, ominous. I'll point it out and then head over there. And then do the same thing. Try to open the door. Okay. The door opens easily. Easily? Is there less vines seemingly around? Not really. Just seems to open easier. I'll look in. Okay. Uh, as the door swings open, the inside of this house looks a lot like the other. Chances are they're all built in a fairly similar style. It's kind of got that one main room. The hearth is on the left side this time, um, just by virtue of how the house was put together. There's the door at the further end that seems to be, as I said, either some kind of bedroom or something of that nature. Uh, what's different about this house is the vines are still coming down through the chimney and covering the floor. But outside of that, it seems more or less well put together. A lot of the furniture is still in place. You can see a little table, a couple of chairs. There's a, a rug on the floor that might have been some kind of sitting area. There's a little bit of like buildup of just the stuff of life. There's some, um, what would you call it? Like a little table there with like a bowl that may have at one time held something, but it's certainly empty now. There's a couple of little toys, uh, just general like knick-knack things that kids would play with. Um, there is a wash basin on the right side that is just sitting there now, obviously empty. Uh, there is uh, some stuff hanging on the walls, just bits of everyday life stuff. There's a coat, there's a pair of boots near the door, just little bits and pieces that you would expect to see in a regular house, but not enough of them. It's the it's little bits and pieces, but kind of like if somebody was moving out of a house and they've taken three carloads already and they've got two left, 
Like, there's just an, enough there to make it look like somebody lived here, but not enough for the you to be like, they lived here up until, like, ten minutes ago sort of thing. On to, is there, I'm assuming there's the other door, same as the other layout? Uh, yes, there is. I'll go up to that one and open it. I'll follow. Okay. Uh, so you go, you get to the door, uh, you go to open it, there's a little bit of resistance again, like there was in the other house. like, the vibration. Fair enough. Pound the vibrations, and the door swings open a little bit more. Inside this one, very similar to the other house, there's a stronger contingent of vines in there. Uh, possibly just due because it's darker in there. There's only one small window, and that's mostly covered by vines as well, so it's just a darker area. Nobody's hanging, however, the little room appears empty. There's uh, nothing here. Outside of just a ton of vines all over everything. Uh, I guess with that knowledge, head out. I think we should check another room with the with an I X. Agree. Uh, yeah, head out of there and try to find another house with an X. Plenty of them, and just do the same sort of thing. Really looking to see if there's a body in there that's getting okay. So you crack open another door on an X, uh, very similar to the one that you previously viewed. Uh, hearth on the right. Most of the furniture has been taken out and destroyed, much like the other X. Uh, leaving it seeming much more empty. Uh, then there's the door. You proceed to bang on it as you've done before. And sure enough, there seems to be somebody inside. There's that familiar silhouette of somebody being suspended by the vines. Uh, Do they look super dead? Uh, fairly dead, yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of gashes on the chest in this one. Uh, it seems to be a male, a little on the older side, like maybe closer to like 40. Um has these huge cuts across his chest, four of them. Um, and they definitely seem to have festered enough for the person to be dead. Well, looking at those quick, do they look like claw marks or like... Hard to say. They're not uniform. Like, it's not like four even slashes in the same direction. It's more just four haphazard okay. slashes. Um, find a house with an O again and just confirm. Uh, there isn't another house on the street with an owl. Let's go into, like, two more houses with X's and see if they all have Yeah, so just go through, once again, verifying that X means there's a body being fed on. Okay. Uh, that does seem to be the case. You check two more houses, they all seem to more or less match the other X. And then I guess head back towards the end and then check everything we've seen. nothing. Oh, yeah, and houses with nothing. So, yeah, I guess try to spot out a house with nothing. So, actually, head back towards the end because there was a couple houses there with nothing. In yeah, there's four of them. Yeah. And while going back, just verify that the ones we've gone in that were, like, X's aren't swapped at O's suddenly or vice versa. Do you leave the doors open or closed when you leave? Probably close them as sort of, you know, sign of respect for the bodies that are... Okay, fair enough. Uh, as you walk back, they all seem to be the same. It's just easier to check if the door's closed. Yeah. So... Um, so yeah, then head back and try to go into a building that's not marked. Okay. Uh, which one? There's four. So if you're heading back towards the market square, there's two on the left, two on the right. One on the left. Yeah. Uh, the one closest to the market or the one closest to the marked houses? To the houses. Yeah. Okay. Um, you go up to that one. Uh, this one, the door handle is actually intact. There's no shenanigans that you have to do to it. You can just pop it open and take a look inside. Um, the house is covered in vines, much like the other ones are. Nothing's really escaped that mm -hmm. from here other than the inn, which is partially covered anyway, and the market square. Uh, that being said, however, there's less in here than there is in the other houses. 
Um, not enough to completely choke the thing. It's much more populated as well. There's more furniture, more niceties, more bits of decoration, just houses that look more properly lived in. Uh, they're about the same size. Um, this one in particular has its hearth on the back wall rather than on the left or the right. Uh, and the door is kind of off to the left side of that. Um, outside of that, they're pretty standard, but it just has more furniture, more stuff put together. Other than the dust, you'd say somebody lived in here fairly recently. Um, although the dust obviously tells you that's not true. Uh, try to check out the door, see what's inside. Uh, the door opens to a small bedroom. Uh, it's got two beds inside, one big one, like twin-sized, uh, and one much smaller one, like, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's vines in it, of course. No, nothing in this area is without them, really, but they haven't choked off the room. They haven't blocked the light from the small window, that sort of thing. Um, I guess head out of this room with that, and then, or head out of this building with that, and then try mm -hmm. the one on the right side, closest to the Marcos. Mm -hmm. Same as the one you were just in. Almost exactly. I think we'd verify all four. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the other two, the ones that are closer to the market, the only thing unique to them is that they have less vines than even the other one did. Right. So basically, um, so there's a definite the progression. Okay. How much time would we have spent doing this? Mm, at least a couple hours, if you're trying to be thorough and careful. Yeah. So like two hours. Probably at least, yeah. Probably do one more trip back, not going into any of the houses, but no. going back to basically where, as far as we went for checking out the X's and O's, and just confirming that nothing's swapped, or if it has swapped. This road does seem to have not swapped since you started investigating it. Okay. okay. Just remember, I guess, which ones. Yeah. yeah. Which right now, and then head back to the inn. Yeah, probably. I mean, it only gives us like three hours till nightfall. Yeah. I have an idea about nightfall. Okay. Disembowel Denise. We're going to the mirror realm. Liamman's tiny hut. Okay. So, you guys head back towards the inn, uh, and it, it's probably a good place to end it there. We're right at the hour anyway. Um, so we'll end it there, and we'll figure out what happens the next time. I pulled this over. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a cliffhanger. I wonder what's going to happen next time. Uh, seriously, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Uh, if you liked what you heard, share us with your friends. If you hated what you heard, share us with your enemies. Uh, seriously, though, like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll find out what happens to Double Doubles and Dragons next time.